Hi, this is Andy Katz, host of March Madness 365, presented by Grammarly. This week on the podcast, listen as we break down the latest AP poll and give you insights on my updated Power 36. Listen to March Madness 365 with Andy Katz, presented by Grammarly, wherever you get your podcasts. Grammarly is a secure AI writing partner that gives your team an instant first draft in a few clicks, not a few hours. Companies that use Grammarly save an average of 19 days per employee per year. Grammarly works seamlessly across 500,000 apps and websites. Get personalized on-brand writing help everywhere your team works. Learn what better writing can do for your company at Grammarly.com. Grammarly. Easier said. Done. I practice as a sex coach or um, basically answering people's questions they have about their bodies. What I do is basically destigmatize and dispel myths and address frequently asked questions. And what I do is use adult novelty items as visual aids to make it more entertainment. And you sell sex toys, right? This is the plaintiff, Shamara Gilbert. She says she hired the defendant to build out her sex education and therapist website, which sells adult toys. And the guy obviously got in over his head because her website is still not functioning properly. He sounded like he knew what he was talking about when she hired him, but he doesn't. And she's suing for the $750 she unfortunately paid him. This is the defendant, Richard Pacheco. He says the plaintiff wouldn't give him the information he needed to set up an account in her name to sell sex toys on her website. And he wasn't about to use his own information. He put a lot of time and effort into designing the website and the plaintiff's logo. He deserves to be paid, and he's the one who's out money today. He's accused of not finishing up. The defendant has filed a countersuit for $750 for unpaid time. All parties, please raise your right hand. What you are about to witness is real. The participants are not actors. They are actual litigants with a case pending in civil court. Both parties have agreed to drop their claims and have their cases settled here before Judge Marilyn Millian in our forum, the People's Court. People's Court is now in session. The Honorable Judge Marilyn Millian is now presiding. Litigants have been sworn, Your Honor. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome. Okay, Ms. Gilbert, uh, you yes. own a company called Your Pleasure Principal. And tell me what yes, the company does. Pleasure Principal is um, basically a company um, where I practice as a sex coach or um, basically answering people's questions they have about their bodies. What I do is basically destigmatize and dispel myths and address frequently asked questions. And what I do is use adult novelty items as visual aids to make it more edutainment. And you sell sex toys, right? That's what you were trying to get a website for. Okay. So when you hired Mr. Pacheco, how did you hear about him in order to hire him and, and have him do your website? Like, where did you learn about him? Craigslist. That's why I, where I found him. Okay. Because learning okay. different things in the All Atlanta right. area. You just have to look and see and try and figure things out as a business owner. All right. So you're suing him because you paid him a $750 deposit and he was supposed to have a website ready for you. And according to you, he didn't have it ready in time. Tell me about that. Um, I actually met him on the um, 15th of September. That's when I um, found his ad on Craigslist. 
and um, didn't get the contract until the 28th. So when do you enter into a contract? The 28th. The 28th of September. And in that contract, Mr. Pacheco, you agree that you will have a website up and running in how many days? Usually within 21 to 30 days, Your Honor. Timeline. Will be, not usually, will be completed within 21 to 30 days, assuming the client, your pressure principal store, is available to provide feedback to the service company on a daily basis and you receive your needed materials to complete the project. So you tell me what happened here that the project wasn't completed in 21 to 30 days. So the main reason on why the project wasn't completed within 21 to 30 days is we had a little bit of mix-up and some troubleshooting, technical issues, pulling the actual products from the XML feed from her inventory source. And the way that we had to pull in the products, you know, it was a little harder than expected. And when developing technology, you know, you come up to problems and roadblocks and, you know, bumps in the road and you have to overcome those issues. And we ended up getting the XML feed to actually work, to pull in the product data, the image, the title, the How did you get it to work finally? Um, A lot of debugging it. Okay. Is there something that she did wrong that caused the delay? Not for that part. There was about, I would say it was about a two week delay on that part. But the one reason why the project was actually never completed is because we never had a merchant processing account set up within her name and her business, you know, in uh, regards to actually take transactions over the Internet. So, you know, when you're shopping online and you have to put in your credit card information, you actually have to sign up a merchant processing account to be able to accept uh, credit credit card transactions online. That was one of the main right. Pieces. But her position, so I saw that. And what what she you say that's a main missing piece. But her answer to that is he never asked me for one because he, he wasn't far along, along enough to have asked me for one. She complains because she let 30 days actually she let 40 days pass and you still weren't done. And she filed a complaint with PayPal and wanted her 750 deposit back. Now, had you ever told him, give me my money back? and, you know, talk to him about how long it was taken? Or did you just go through PayPal, Ms. Gilbert? No, no, no. I'm actually trying to call him like I did with meeting him on the 15th and to the 28th. We talked. We were talking regularly. And I was going to work with him because I think he had good intentions. Okay, you're getting very sidetracked. I need you to listen to my question and just answer my question. At some point in November, when he was obviously taking more than the 21 days to 30 days, did you say to him, hey, this is taking too long. What's the problem? What did he tell you? Um... He was confused. He was kind of like asking me questions that I asked him originally. He wanted to know, hey, what is the, hmm, he was just asking questions. And I'm like, I don't know the answer. But I told him we can get IT on the phone to answer those questions. But what he told me in the beginning, oh, no, no, don't worry. I have this. I got this. I understand. No, I don't need them. So, you know, talking to him on the night. My question to you is, did you ever say to him, I want my money back? Yes, on the 9th. On the 9th of what, November? November. And what did you say? I um, gave him a call and I said, you know what? This is just not being finished because I had a deadline, you know, to meet. And I really wanted to get it done because I had a deadline. And seeing that the information, he was still confused. It's like, hey, you're just not going to be able to get yeah. this done. Mr. So Pacheco, let me ask you, what did you do? Because you won't return her 750. You didn't finish creating the website. It has to be her breach for you to be entitled to keep 750. She has to breach. 
So I'm trying to figure out, okay, tell me what it is that you did do that's of any value to her. Of course, Your Honor. So if you look at the actual scope of work slash operating agreement that we have in place, within those services that I will provide, the, all of the, the pages, all of the features, and everything that was supposed to be done and functional on the website, that is all completed. The only part that is not completed is the part that I could not finish in regards to setting up the payment gateway method on the site, which I needed that merchant processing account to be set up. We have all five pages, the home page, the about page, the catalog page, uh, the blog. Um, the okay, products are just being a second. Uh, when she complains to PayPal, this is your response. Shamara, the website we have been creating is exactly to the scope of what we agreed on and signed off to when we started to work together. I apologize for the delay on the development of this project, but the working of the API from, and then you give a site, was a little more complex than I originally projected. And we had a delay on the product SKU numbers as well from your end. You don't say anything about the merchant account. You, you say the only thing you blame her for is a delay in the product SKU numbers from your end. She responds to that there was no delay um, in my giving you the SKUs. You end up fighting her PayPal request for a refund by saying the only reason it's not up and running is because she didn't give me the merchant access. And they bought it, and they end up ruling against you. But I'm asking you, I'd like to see some evidence where you say to her within the time frame in your contract, because it's not a suggested time frame. It is an absolute time frame where in your contract you say, if I don't do this, you get your money back. Right? So yes or no? Is that in your contract? No, that is not in our contract because the clause that okay. I have is if the, there's a clause underneath the, the timeline. And in that clause, it says the, the, the project deposit will be refunded if the project is not up to scope as the services stated above. It does not say anything right. about the timeline because the project is completed as it is stated within the services above. The I, I have no idea. You said a lot of words and none of it was a coherent thought. I need to hear from you what that means. You say in a contract that you will finish it in 21 to 30 days, and it wasn't finished within 21 to 30 days. In fact, I'm trying to see what you did do at all. You blame her because she didn't do the merchant thing. All I need from you is any proof that that was the reason for the delay. No, I sent the piece of evidence uh, this morning in regards to saying, hey, the project is done. The last item uh, is the, the user pages and the checkout process. What you sent this morning is dated what? November 10th. And what's the day you filed the PayPal complaint, darling? November 9th. Right. So it's a, you actually filed the complaint on November 9th. So what I want to see, Mr. Pacheco, is anything from you that would prove that the delay was her fault. Because if it was, you're 100% right. And then you're entitled to your counterclaim. Because she's the one then who deprived you of a chance to start things, to finish things. So show me where you ever, between October 26th and uh, November 10th, when do you ever say to her, I am waiting for the merchant code, I need the merchant, I can't finish unless you give me the merchant, where's that? Hi, this is Andy Katz, host of March Madness 365, presented by Grammarly. This week on the podcast, listen as we break down the latest AP poll and give you insights on my updated Power 36. Listen to March Madness 365 with Andy Katz, presented by Grammarly, wherever you get your podcasts. Grammarly is a secure AI writing partner that gives your team an instant first draft in a few clicks, not a few hours. 
Companies that use Grammarly save an average of 19 days per employee per year. Grammarly works seamlessly across 500,000 apps and websites. Get personalized on-brand writing help everywhere your team works. Learn what better writing can do for your company at Grammarly.com. Grammarly. Easier said. Done. Most of our conversations were always over a Zoom call and or a phone call. There wasn't really too many text message conversations. Um, so I don't, don't necessarily have that. Are you suggesting that, that on the house. phone you said to her between yes, uh, October? multiple times. And if you go back multiple through. Multiple like, So then tell me, no, I'll just, I'll just go back to what you wrote to PayPal. Why is it then that when you address the problem in your response to PayPal the first time, what you say is, ah, it, it just turned out to be a little more work than we thought it would be. Why is that? Yeah. Why do you say that? Why yeah, don't you say, hey, I asked you repeatedly for those merchant codes, you know, merchant no, access. So, Why isn't that what you say? So there was a couple different delays. It wasn't just the merchant, merchant processing account. It wasn't just the SKU well, numbers. I don't it think the merchant the account was anything. I don't think you ever asked her for a merchant account. And I kind of resent that you brought that up with PayPal and one. It's kind of slimy. Because I don't think in, in any sh way, shape, or form did you ever ask her for that. Because there would be some evidence of that. For example, your text to her or your first response to PayPal would have said that. And it didn't. Okay. But I'm, I'm, what I'm really interested in, you say to her, well, this is a good foundation that you can use to build from. Um, you didn't like that very much, Ms. Gilbert. You, did you use no. anything that he did? I no, can't imagine no, no. that the next person doing a site would, would, would accept that because they don't want to get in trouble. Not at all. So they started Just like fresh. He didn't start. Exactly. Just like he didn't start with anybody's work because I've had a couple people attempt this. So why would he use it? Just like his experience, they weren't his experience was not successful. Why would someone else use his foundation? It wasn't successful. Why would someone use it? I want to see the work that you did do. And your honor, if I could say one thing as well, you know, the project was working smoothly. You know, obviously there are some delays. You know, things were working great between between Ms. Gilbert and I, but what really happened was for some reason she did not like the design. For some reason, after the designs were approved. But what design? You just put two pictures up. That's all you did. What are you talking about? No, what no, design? no. So the Is screenshots it... that you have, they're not 100% correct. I actually sent you a URL that you can visit the website. So the actual website is fully functional. It's responsive. Yes, there's dummy content because we do not write content. We just design and develop websites. So the content needs to be provided. But we've provided images. Okay. We've provided custom so images. Is this accurate? Yes, that's the website. Okay. So if you scroll through the website, the whole website is there. It's functional. You're on a, a tablet. It's responsive. If you click on the Bath and Body, you can scroll through and look at all the products. You can see the ratings that are coming from the actual API itself. You can click, go to our shop. I go have to a question shop, for you, you Ms. Gilbert. Did you see any of this? You see what I have on my screen. Was any of this there when you complained in November or no? No, ma'am. I never received any of the information. Still to this day, I don't have a link or anything that I can actually take a look at and see. But one of the issues, because I'm actually looking at the pictures now, and I was letting him know that I wanted a very diverse website, white, black, Indian, Asian, young, old, because I work with everybody. But I did tell him I wanted the website to represent myself, who I am, obviously African-American. And um, he was telling me he could not find stock photos of African-American, you know, the intimate, you know, things. And he's asking me, he said, I can't find those. Hey, can you find them? And me personally, I'm not an IT person. I am not that person. It's like, you're asking me to find okay. the stock photos? 
Hey, can no, you find I'm stock good. photos? I'm good. I'm a contracts. I, I, I am like a referee calling balls and strikes here. I have a contract. The contract says it'll be done in 21 to 30 days, so long as the, the plaintiff cooperates. And so that's your only out, because I can count, and I know that it was day 40 that she finally went to PayPal and asked them to get her money back. So the, your only out is to prove to me that the delay was her fault. And based on the text that I'm seeing and the, and the answers you gave to PayPal originally, I'm not seeing that the delay was her fault. And so I'm going to order you to return the 750 um, that was literally of no use, of any value to her based on how long it took you. She had to start all over with somebody else. And on your counterclaim against her, zero. Good luck, folks. So it's a big win for the plaintiff in this case. Mr. Pacheco, what do you think about the judge's verdict? You're going to have to give her her money back and you lose your countersuit. Uh, I mean, it happens, you know, with web developers, you know, we do put all the work in and they don't like the design and then they just want to up and leave and work with somebody else. So it uh, doesn't make sense to me. And, um, you know, good luck to her. Well, the judge said it was a contract issue and you didn't have it finished in time, which the contract stated you should have. That's why you lost. It's that simple, you know. All right. Sorry about that. But that's really what caused your downfall. Ms. Gilbert, I guess you feel much better now. How, <laughs> why don't you tell me how you feel? I feel wonderful because, um, you know, working with someone first from Craigslist is very important to dot those I's and cross those T's. And I feel like that's what I did. And my thing is, hey, if you can't get the job done, I'm going to get my money back. All right. What's the state of your business right now? Is the other website finished yet? So right now the website is still under construction, but I'm doing more speaking versus products because that's what I do basically as an education instructor. It's more information, education on a body speaking. So I'm not selling as many products, but the information is being shared. All right. Very interesting indeed. All right. Thank you very much. And congratulations. Good for you. Thank you. All right, Harvey, what do you think? Doug, we've talked about this before, that when it really matters that a job gets done on time, you put magic words in the contract. The magic words, time is of the essence. It makes all the difference in the world. It means if you give a date that something has to be done, it has to be done by that date. For each of you, who would be your hall pass? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean hall pass? You don't need a hall pass. <laughs> uh, Bradley Cooper. Oh, Bradley Cooper. Why is that? Because he's a Georgetown guy? Because he's a Georgetown grad, because he's the most beautiful thing on the earth, because he's uh, talented, because he's funny, because he's he can do drama, he can do comedy. Can, do you want me to keep going? Uh, uh, yeah. Keep stabbing. Yes. Keep stabbing. Oh, me. come on. It's Bradley Cooper. Know. You know. He's awesome. You should be my hall pass. Uh, okay. Laura Linney. Okay. Laura Linney oh. is, she's, she's, a, she's a beautiful woman, an accomplished actress. She's brilliant. She went to Brown. She went to Juilliard. And, from Ozark? You're talking about... Yeah, she's been in, she's been in so right, many Right, right. No, she's lovely. And, and, and after the hall pass thingy is done, I could talk to her. Like, she'd be like, amazing... <laughs> An interesting person. Can you imagine the things that she would, you know, the things she could tell you? Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, and I think you met her. I did. Didn't you? I did. She was taping something right next to the studio, one of our studios in the past, and I, I just barged right in. Right. Uh, she's lovely. You didn't tell her that she's my hall pass. No, I didn't, because she wasn't your hall pass then. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
This is the plaintiff, Andrew Bateman. He says he has a little handyman business going and was hired by the defendant to do some things around her house, and she's stiffing him. That's right, he works hard for his money and isn't about to let the defendant get away without paying him the $1,026.16 he's owed. So he's suing. This is the defendant, Natalie Cross. She says the plaintiff sent some guy to her house who hadn't bathed in a while. He had a substance abuse problem and owe him no way. She's accused of raising a real stink. All parties, please raise your right hands. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case in the docket, the plaintiff says that he got stiffed by the defendant after doing some handiwork, but the defendant is saying baloney. Uh, the plaintiff sent one of his guys to do the job, and the guy smelled to the holy you-know-what. It's the case of your guy is stinky, and your business is rinky-dinky. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome. Okay, handy Andy, love it. Mr. Bateman, you have a, a handyman business called Handy Andy? Yes, ma'am. Uh, what did you hire him to do, Ms. Cross? Well, um, Your Honor, initially I hired him to uh, come out and quote, putting together a batting cage. My mother thought she was gonna order a trampoline, but this was right before COVID. So he quoted out the amount of what the trampoline would be the batting cage. And then I asked him how much other items would be. And the batting cage came, they put that together. Trampoline never came. Yeah, hold on one second. The estimate that you gave her for the work that you would do, uh, so it included a batting cage. What's the next word? I can't read that. The next one was hanging pictures. The item number three was change out a light fixture. How many pictures needed to be hung? Well, it's marked there four pictures were hung, were supposed to be hung, but she okay. added more. How many more did she end up adding? Uh, I think it was 11 pictures more. Okay, number four is assembling the trampoline. Yes, ma'am. Five is repairing a glass door. Yes, on a uh, an antique little curio cabinet. Number six was changing a light in uh, studio lighting. All right, installing a ceiling fan, installing drapes, and uh, what's the last one? Post, poster bed frame. Okay. Yeah, what ends up happening? You end up sending somebody to work there, and that person works how many days? Yes, ma'am. It was about four days total. But originally, um, she wasn't showing up. And we don't charge any money when we give a written estimate up first, up front. And she wanted to give me a check right away for the total. And I, and I gave her the estimate. Total of the range would be between 1430 and no more than 1950. And when she agreed, she signed the estimate, which would, we would start the work. Um, she said, okay, she the client the wanted to pay you and you wouldn't let the client pay you. Yes, ma'am. I don't accept any money in my business. That's how we make our customers happy. We do the work when our customers are happy and we're finished with the work, that's when we get paid. That's why I have such great reviews with my business. Okay. Well, if it works for you, I mean, because uh, uh, I'd be afraid that you end up in the position that you're in right now, which is you did a bunch of work, and then now you've gotten zero for the work you did, right? 
That yes. would be my yes. fear. Okay, so tell me what work your guy did do. He, as you can see on the, the estimate there where the checks are, those are the items that have been completed. All right, so you did the batting cage, you hung up extra pictures, uh, including the pictures that have been talked about, you changed uh, the floodlights. The trampoline didn't get done. And why didn't the trampoline get done? The trampoline never showed up. Right, okay, and then the repairing of the glass door, that didn't get done, right? The antique glass door. Correct. Because you thought you were still working there. And, and then uh, what about ceiling fan? Did that get put in? She never got the ceiling fan fixture. She was supposed to go out and okay. go shopping to get these items of a curtain rod. And, she and the she drapes. She it. didn't do that either. All right. And so Just what was me. the extra work you guys did? You hung up extra um, paintings and what else? There was a stove light that got fixed and what else? It was a stove light that she wanted repaired as well. And she told Larry to do the items uh, of the extra work without my, you know, my knowledge. Tell me the extra work. It does happen. One more track light. Eleven more pictures were hung. She changed. He changed two light bulbs in the hallway. Uh, a stove light was replaced, and four lights in the front porch area, which was uh, spotlights, blood lamps. What do you mean? Changed bulbs, or did something more profound? I don't. I don't remember it, uh, what he did exactly. Is he present? Yes, he is. Can I speak yes. to him a second? Yes. Can you raise your right hand, please? Yes, ma'am. Do you, you solemnly swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth? So I hope you got it. Yes, sir. Your Honor. Okay. I, what I want to focus on right now is the extra work you did, because I understand that you folks have been paid zero, and she feels you should be paid a lot less than what you charge. I'll give you the floor in a moment. But I need to understand what the extra work was. The stove light, and your boss just said one more track light. What does that mean? The phrase, one more track light, what did you actually do? I changed the, um, the bulbs out of the, um, the, the track lights. Okay. And then 11 more pictures were hung, right? Right. And then two bulbs in the hall were changed, and then he said four lights, four other floodlights. What did that mean exactly? Uh, on, the, on the front porch, there, there was two fixtures, and all the bulbs had to be changed out on that. Okay, so it was just bulb changing. There was no electrical work. Okay. All right, can you switch back and put your boss back on there? And then, Ms. Cross, what seems to be the problem? Because from what I understand, you've paid zero for the work that was done in your house, and I'd like to understand why. Yes, Your Honor, and that is certainly not how I would ever do business. But if you'll give me a moment Well, it's exactly how you did business, though. Yeah. Well, correct. However... What he is saying is, is not the truth. When he quoted doing the job, he said he would send a crew to put the batting cage together. So that would not be, I would never have agreed to an hourly wage. I felt very uncomfortable with the situation. You could ask Larry, I wanted to pay for the batting cage that day. They were very insistent on keep coming back, coming back. I pull into my drive, the stuff wasn't coming in. COVID started happening. And I just said, let me go ahead and pay. Let me go ahead and pay. Let's be done with it. Well, the next thing I know, we're in the hospitality industry. I had to leave, go out of state with my children for a month and a half to save our family business. When I came back, I had to have a life-saving surgery. And again, I had told him when I spoke with him when I was in Georgia, 
please let me go ahead and pay. No, let's wait and see if the trampoline comes in. And I'm like, gosh, you know, let's just, I don't want, you know, I'm thinking, I don't want you back at my home. Why didn't you want him back at your house? What was the problem? I, I just did not feel comfortable with the situation or with the work. Why? No, you have to tell me the details. Tell me, tell me the details. Why didn't you feel comfortable? I don't want to ever speak disparagingly about someone, but I just did not feel safe in my home with the person that he had sent. And I, and I did Why? not like the way that he, um, it did not seem like that person had bathed in quite some time. Um, I wasn't quite sure what was going on. Um, and just the insistency of him. And so fast forward as I'm getting over a life, literally I almost died. My daughter was having a meltdown. All of a sudden, Handy Andy shows up on my doorstep out of the blue. Okay. How old's uh, your daughter? My daughter at the time was only 10 years old. Okay. So go ahead. What happens? He shows up at your door. You know, I could barely walk. My daughter is bawling, crying because she's having just a meltdown over COVID. I said, what are you doing on my doorstep? This is not... He said, I'm here to get my money. So I got a check and I said, I'll tell you what, I'll give you a check. I'll pay you $743. That is all that I think that you are owed for the amount of work that you did. And then he started being rude. He said, no, you're going to pay me for everything. Then my daughter is at this point hysterical. And if you see a 10 year old child going crazy, you should leave the property. And you see a woman who, you know, I had a check in hand. I said, if you don't leave my property, I'm going to have to call the police. I said, I said, just take me to court. I said, get off my property. He stayed in my driveway for an additional hour. The police couldn't come because there were protests downtown. At that point, I wanted to come to court. More than happy to pay what's owed, but you cannot go onto someone's property and scare their child like that. And multiple times I tried to pay. Mr. Bateman, tell me your response to what she's saying. After numerous attempts to contact her via text and phone calls with no response, uh, I stopped by her house uh, while we were in the neighborhood working at a, at a house down the street. I went and knocked on her door and she answered the door one time when I came in and she was uh, inebriated and they were doing like homework on the front uh, front table. And she said that she was taking medication, but she smelled like a brewery. And she said, why are you at my front door? I said, uh, Miss, Mrs. Cross, I said, I've been trying to get a hold of you and texting you. Well, let's you look at the Larry text. I see that on March 13th, he said, you explained to him that you were dealing with a, a resort in Georgia and you know, trying to save the family business. All right, so now it's March 13th, and he says, stay safe and protected. Then on April 10th, which is almost a month later, he says, wanted to know what was going on. Hope you're okay. Haven't heard anything from you. We need to know how to proceed. Can you call me? You do not call him. Then a month later, on May 5th, hello, Natalie. This is Handy Andy trying to get in touch with you. Please call me. You do not call him. On May 6th, hello, Natalie, this is Andy Andy trying to get in touch with you. I've left messages. I've tried calling you numerous times. You do not call him. When is it that you show up at her doorstep, Andy? Um, I believe it was almost July. Does that sound correct? Ms. It, Cross, when did no. he show up on your doorstep? It was the day of the police. Of May, again, 
I don't remember. No, again, no. Specific. Listen to my question. I'm just asking you, do you remember when he showed up on your doorstep? Yes or no? Okay, that's fine. I guess so why I were remember. you ghosting him? Because I'm looking at you ghosting him from March all the way to maybe June or July. We're not sure. So, so I'm kind of interested in hearing how that's okay, because that's why the guy's at your doorstep, because he doesn't have another way of contacting you and getting paid. Whether it's 700 or 1,000, he has no other way because you are not returning any of the texts. You owe him money. He's trying to reach out. He's trying to understand what's going on, and you completely ghost him. Why is that okay? My boyfriend called him in May when I was about to have emergency life-saving surgery, in which Going Handy forward. Andy, please don't interrupt, in which Handy Andy tells my boyfriend, oh, make sure that she doesn't have to get the mesh because I had to get the mesh when I had a hernia repair. It's awful. So that is not Does that accurate. conversation I, sound familiar, Mr. Bateman? Uh, I, I remember about the mesh, but I don't remember talking to the boyfriend. I, I thought she had a husband Whatever, whether it's a husband or a boyfriend. Yes. So did yeah, somebody I, I reach know. out to you? Um, did you have a hernia and use a mesh? And yes, she knows that, so saying. clearly somebody talked to you. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. All right, so listen, what we have to determine now, because you folks have put me in this position, is the value of the work that was done. Because uh, he didn't get to finish, but it's not his fault. The trampoline didn't come in. You never got what you wanted at Home Depot for the drape. my fault. Those things are not his you signed a contract to do that work. I don't interpret it the same way you do. However, I am cognizant that he didn't have to do that work. So what I do now is not, I'm not gonna sit here and assign an hourly wage. I'm gonna decide what that work is worth. What I'd like to know, cause you, you were vehemently shaking your head when he said that uh, four days, that his guy was there four days. What was your response to that? How many days was the guy there? If I remember correctly, he couldn't have been here over two days or two and a half days. But I can assure you, I had a check in my hand. I don't mind paying the man, but it was the principal. You can send a certified letter in a bill. You don't show I up did. at someone's doorstep. He did send a certified letter. Uh -huh. He did. That's a great idea. He did do that. All right. Uh, what you had said something about a batting cage would be four hundred dollars. Where did you get that idea? The was that like in in a quote somewhere? Where did you, Ms. Cross? Uh, it was on the original handwritten quote. I don't really see that. Uh, can you show me what you're referring to? Because I don't see it on that original quote. Again, it's handwritten. Where, where I, I it's handwritten? Never... Where though? I don't see it. I don't. I would never I don't... lie. I would never what? I said, I wouldn't lie about something like that. Oh, my dear. Every day, two people in front of me say different things. I got to get to the bottom of which one's correct. So do you have anything in writing from him saying that the batting cage would only be $400 to assemble? Because you keep saying that, but I'm looking for it and I can't find it. I, I, no, ma'am, I don't. I, I, I best have thrown it away. Did you ever tell her, Mr. Uh, Bateman, that the batting cage would be $400 to assemble? No. Okay. All right. That's all I wanted to know. All right. And did you, according to your answer to the complaint, you hired an off-duty officer to protect you and your house because you were afraid of the plaintiff? Can you go into that? Abs absolutely, I did. Yes, that evening I did because I was so terrified 
when you see a 10-year-old child screaming and crying and begging for this man to leave, and she's already in distress about COVID, any normal person would say, sweetheart, I'm sorry, um, you know, I'll leave, I'll take this matter up in other ways. You don't sit there and just stand at a door and continue to scare a child. That's, that is the whole principle for me right at this point. It's just not okay. okay. So how much of the off-duty cop cost you? Um, I believe it was around maybe $200, $250. $200, you were willing to pay him $770. What he was asking for was $1,000. Wouldn't it have been better to just pay the guy the $1,000? All right, folks. Based on what work was done, what work wasn't done, what work was added, I am going to do what we call a little rough justice, and I am going to order you, Ms. Cross, to pay the plaintiff $900. That is my verdict. Good luck, folks. Thank you, Your Honor. So the judge decides Handy Andy is going to get some money after all, $900, not the 1026 he sued for. Uh, Ms. Cross, the, the defendant, let me ask you a question. At one point, you said instead of $1,026, you were going to give him $743. <laughs> I just asked, how'd you come up with that figure, $743? Well, I just don't think two days of work would warrant, if you're just hanging pictures and changing light bulbs and putting together a batting cage is, you know, over $1,000. Well, it was a crazy figure to come up with. Look, you got to give him 900. How about that? Are you okay with that now? You feel like they deserve that or not? You still more, upset. More, no, more than okay. Just, I certainly hope that this man never tries to scare another child. That was the whole point. And it was COVID. Horrible, horrible times. So, no, you know, no one was trying to get out of anything, nor could I help having to have a life-saving surgery in May during COVID. It sounded like you were trying to get out of paying him because you didn't respond for a long, long time. It's not surprising you lost the case. Mr. Bateman, how do you feel about it now? You're going to get some money, 900 bucks. Is that okay with you? Sure. The, the judge did uh, did good. She, she heard the case. And, does that happen very you know, often? That's what she does. Where you send out one of your guys and somebody objects to them for some reason, like they didn't think the guy had no, made No, we're them very or, easy to work you know, with. To, that's that's yeah. why we keep good communication with uh, with our customers. Okay, well, you have won the case. Congratulations and uh, good luck to you, okay? And that'll wrap it up for this dispute. Let's see what Harvey has to say. Harvey? Okay, Doug, um, I have to say that if you believe somebody is really smelly and that's why you're not paying them, you're pretty much out of luck. Good hygiene, unless it's in the contract, isn't something that allows you to stiff someone. Marilyn, do you follow your own advice? Do you get three estimates? Do you always get a receipt? <laughs> All right, so I, I, maybe not three, but I, I don't think I'd get less than two on a new guy, right? right? Like well, on a new person, on a new service. What if, if it's somebody a guy I, you know? Yeah, if, you, if it's somebody you trust, 
And Usually what I them. find is that if there's somebody you trust and you use them, you use them and then after like a year or two, all of a sudden you're paying exorbitant prices again and then you go shopping yeah, again. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> and then as soon as you go someplace else, then you're like, oh, why did I, I, I yeah, yeah. yeah. So you never burn story, a bridge. But right, you don't miss your water till your well runs dry. Yeah, like, oh but it is God. true. I mean, we try to get multiple estimates yeah. because sometimes they're really wildly different and you don't know if you don't know what you don't know you know right. you don't know if the work is really right. worth that or not and so that's yeah. a good way to figure out if you are right. paying a, you know an appropriate fee okay well that is going to do it for today everybody and we will see you next time hi this is andy katz host of march madness 365 presented by grammarly this week on the podcast, listen as we break down the latest AP poll and give you insights on my updated Power 36. Listen to March Madness 365 with Andy Katz, presented by Grammarly, wherever you get your podcasts. Grammarly is a secure AI writing partner that gives your team an instant first draft in a few clicks, not a few hours. Companies that use Grammarly save an average of 19 days per employee per year. Grammarly works seamlessly across 500,000 apps and websites. Get personalized on-brand writing help everywhere your team works. Learn what better writing can do for your company at Grammarly.com. Grammarly. Easier said. Done.